ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network, where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, the Brazilian giant Venetius, the temptress witch, Ivy, and the senior ref, ref, Amy Veronica, talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. And uh, me and uh, and the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters. And Cuz is here for the first time in like, Jesus, like a year and a half. Yeah. It's been a long time since Cuz has been on the show. Um, but we're all here. We're going to give a quick reaction to SummerSlam. Uh, just give our, a couple of quick thoughts about the uh, about the card and uh and give our reaction to what went down tonight which i mean there was some good shit that happened tonight there was some not great shit that happened tonight um but overall i I think that we had a a a pretty cool pay-per-view um that that kind of went the distance tonight i mean four hours is a long time for a pay-per-view we've been conditioned now we've kind of gotten racked back to the three hours of four hour pay-per-view is a little bit long uh, Vegas isn't happy right now because they wanted everybody out for the Pacquiao fight. Uh, <laughs> so, with that being said, though, um, let's let's dive into it here. Tyler, tell tell me what, what were some things that you enjoyed about the pay per view? Some things that you thought were uh, were not so great about the pay per view? You know, t- tell me about what you were thinking, man. I thought the Edge Seth Rollins match. I know it did go long, but that was probably I, I feel the best match on the card. Mm-hmm. Even though you had Cena and Reigns and you had, you know, of course, Lashley and Goldberg wouldn't count. But in all these other matches that were so hopped up, I mean, Rollins and Edge are both great workers. And, and Cornette was right on his podcast that Edge would remind you of a modern-day Ric Flair back in the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. He could just make everybody so much better around him and proved. And they just did so many great spots in that match. And I just felt to me, that was a highlight for me was edge coming back and Rollins. They needed to have this match, you know, and going into the feud with the whole brood set up, that swerve was nice. And then hearing edges music, it was cool. I mean, we teased was Gangrel going to be there with uh, Nelia. So it's just really awesome, man. I, I thought it was uh that would be the match I enjoyed. Uh, didn't care for the Miz segment. I got to admit, not knocking the guys, but it just, that was a filler segment. Don't care. It was terrible. Uh, it was garbage. Yeah. I, you know, why not bring Scott Hall back out? Just bring Kevin Nash. That would have been an entertaining, at least. I mean, hey, I would have been all for like, that. if. Hey, yo. Yeah, exactly. You know, do bring back the, the Nitro days or when he was Razor. Exactly. And why that not was some of the, Xavier Woods Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. And Damian Priest and Sheamus was a good match. Uh, you know, they, they did put on a pretty, you know, physically, you know, they, they did well. They had the chemistry. It's just, I don't know, Alexa Bliss, of course, we snoozed through that one uh, with uh, Ava Marie Dewdrop. I was going to tease and say that was my favorite, try to be the Hill Tyler comedic, but I've got to be serious. It was ridiculous. We were all in agreement. I just wanted to sleep through it. So that was some of the moments I did enjoy. But I'm with you. Lesnar coming back looking like the Viking credit to Ref Amy for the reference was awesome. Looked bigger than ever, the shoulders. And and setting up the feud with Roman Reigns. And what do you guys think? Nelio brought this point up. I thought we were going to get the Hogan third man. Maybe he was teasing to uh, join Reigns. So there are just so many scenarios they can, from a booking standpoint, WWE can do. So I'm going to throw it to you guys. That's just some of my quick takeaways. 
All right, so I guess I'll tag it on this one. The uh, the Eve Marie. Oh God, what's her name? The other one, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Sorry, I'm just waking up from my very long nap. Um, <laughs> while yes, that was not a great match. I think the one thing that we can take from this is that Eve Marie has busted her ass because she took a lot of bumps in that match. Yeah. Because looking at Alexa Bliss, especially the size of her and everything like that, a lot of the bumps that she took for Alexa in that match years ago, she would not have had the ability to do. So she has come very far in terms of her ring ability. I'll give her a lot of credit because it's kind of hard to put over someone who's 5'1 when you're like, what, 5'6", 5'7"? Exactly. So. Yeah, quite quite a bit of difference. But, hey, that's a great observation there, uh, Mike. Absolutely. I mean, you got to give her credit. I, I think she gets that shame because she didn't do as much work back in her yeah. earlier run, but you brought up a, a great point there. Like, she really, has worked hard. Like, yeah. she, she looks like a worker now, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, um, you know, obviously Becky Lynch comes back, um, and then they Daniel Bryan, Bianca Belair, um, like, I was just saying with you guys a couple of minutes ago, like, if I were her, I would be fucking livid. I would be losing my shit in the backstage area because it's one thing to have the the big star come back and have the huge pop and everything, but at least make it competitive. Right. Like, True. She just spent the past, like, five months kicking everybody else's ass on the roster and to be real and honest, between the two of them, she's the better worker. Mm. I can't, I can't stress enough how awful of a wrestler I think Becky Lynch is in the ring. Harsh words, I'm, I'm telling you, from cousin Mike here, and bringing the heat. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can't handle her promos one bit whatsoever. They just come off like she's reading off the script from Brave. Ouch! Oh, <laughs> oh man, and what? That's a low blow. Oh, my goodness. Um, You know, I almost almost don't mind the booking because of the shock value, Mm -hmm. which is what I think they were probably going for. I mean, CM Punk returns on Rampage last night. Um, They're doing everything they can to shock and awe fans tonight at SummerSlam. But – I do think it did a huge disservice to Bianca Belair. I think um, it also I, it also made me wonder if they were going to take Roman off of SmackDown. Yeah, because now that she's on SmackDown, she draws about the same amount of fans as Roman does. Yeah, something to think about. Yeah, I mean, you just never know, and. I think we we definitely see Becky with being the SmackDown Women's Champion. Obviously, she's going to be on the same brand as Seth, so that that's kind of neat, you know, have the real-life couple be on the, the same show. And I love Becky coming back, but I'm with you guys. There was a part of me that wished, you know, Banks – not Banks, excuse me, Lynch and Bianca could have had that more competitive match. So I'm in total agreement. So I'm being more of the baby face. I mean, you got Cousin Mike. I don't need to really be the heel here, Ted. <laughs> Uh, he, he's bringing the fire, man. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, just to, to rattle off some stuff here, I think uh, I, I agree with you, Tyler. Um, 
Edge and Seth, I think, had the match of the night. I think Priest and Sheamus um, was up there as well. But I think that that mm-hmm. botched uh, step up, flip over the ropes for Priest towards the, the first third of the match there. Yeah. Um, I think that played into the performance for the middle part of the match and that kind of I'll hurt admit, us. That was mm-hmm. my first ever match I'd ever seen with Damian Priest. Really? really? Yeah. Oh, you've been missing out, man. He he's phenomenal. Um yeah. I've seen a lot of his like interviews and stuff like that. Like they had like a thing, I think a couple months ago where he was talking about doing the surfer walk to the ring and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And how he talked to Razor Ramon about getting that. And Razor said, well, yeah, but the only reason why I did that was because I didn't want people touching me. And he's the complete opposite. Like, he wants to integrate with the fans and everything like that, whereas, like, Razor didn't want anybody touching him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I think he is probably the next big get for WWE. Um, I'm hoping that uh, they keep going with the forward motion with him. Mm. Right. When I did see him come out with his blue hair and like the outfit that he was wearing, it kind of reminded me of like when Rocky might with the rock debut as Rocky Maivia and he had like the blue tassels and everything. So <laughs> yeah, I, that was funny. Yeah. Kind of got a vibe of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, what did you think of the first match? Did you feel like it ended kind of abruptly? I, no, I, I think it did what it needed to do. Cause listen, AJ Styles was helping Omos, you know, and so was Orton and Riddle. So they had to work around him a little bit. He's actually done pretty good. I, I'm with Ted. I, I don't want to hate on the guy too much because he, he's a big guy. He's, he's working the big guy style. So I, I respect that. And I, I think a lot of people are working with him, obviously right. helping train him. So I thought, you know what, this match, I felt I was going to be let down a little bit, disappointed, but it delivered. It, it did a lot I'm better than that I thought. It looks like a bad match. I just feel like yeah. that um, they may have missed their timing cues. Well, they could have, yeah. Yeah, there's potential for that. Maybe they missed a spot, and then they were trying to work something back in, and and, yeah. and then it kind of ran a little short, and that kind of is what it is. Um, four title changes on the show, neither of which was a big belt, neither of which was the WWE or the Universal Championship. Uh, craziness there. Um, I, I, I like the u.s title changing hands i like the the raw women's title changing hands um we talked about smackdown already women's championship that's a little eh. Mm -hmm. um and uh what was the other one that changed hands shoot yeah i'm trying to remember too because i know we we just see it uh yeah but it wasn't the smackdown tag team titles it was raws yeah yeah tag tag Women's, U.S. heavyweight, U.S. and and um, the other women's, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of everything except for the SmackDown Women's Championship moving. Um, you know, I said in our prediction show that I hoped that Reigns retained over Cena, but but I thought that Cena would go over. I'm glad mm-hmm. that Reigns retained. Um, and it was a good match. It was a competitive match. It made both men look I, really, really strong. I tell you what, the one match that I was looking forward to, just because I was a fan of the guy's push when he first got his push, but after seeing it, I kind of feel like it's kind of the end of his uh, top-tier run, is uh, the Ginger Mahal match with uh, mm-hmm. Drew. It didn't look like they had chemistry at all. 
unfortunately. Like, I feel like Drew had more chemistry with his lackeys. Yeah, that, that one fell flat for me, too. I mean, I don't know if it was a chemistry issue because they've known each other so long. I just think it, it's the way gender's been booked. You can't take him seriously. I, I mean, I, dis- I disagree. Okay. I disagree. There's always a chance for him to be the foreign menace, which is what helps his character. Right. But but, but here's, here's what I'm getting at. The, I think that that match was cut short during the match. I think that the ref got the news through the earpiece we need to end this match quick. And here's why Uh, the wind got taken out of the sails of the fans with the Becky Lynch squashing Bianca Belair. Right. And the fans, the fans didn't rebound until we got edge to edge and Seth. Right. Um, And, and Drew and Jinder had the misfortune of immediately following that bout. And like, but, but hold on, hold on. And Vince, being Vince, probably wanted to protect Drew McIntyre from being in a situation where he wasn't getting a reaction from the crowd because the the wind was out of their sails and said, cut the cord. We need to get him out of there. It's a protection. I think it was a protection for Drew. I think that that match felt like. And I I feel like Drew probably pushed really hard to have the match with Jinder. Hmm. And just because of how well friends they are and everything like that. And I think it kind of hurt Jinder more than it helped Jinder in the eyes of the backstage area. Maybe. Well, for, for sure, yeah. Because they, they are close friends, uh, no question about it. But you, you all bring up some interesting uh, facts that I, I didn't take into account. Because I always, you know, we as fans, we are a little bit rough on Jinder. I mean, we forget that he did hold a world title. So, I mean, he did mm-hmm. have some accolades coming into the match. But, yeah. I didn't think about Vince, you know, cutting the match short because you're like, right. The energy fell, fell out of the crowd. I hate guys that get on him about using roids because the dude works with CT Fletcher. He has a complete, he's 100% protein diet base. Like he went on like a full blown, like keto diet to get to where he was at when he left WWE. Mm-hmm. And it's well documented. And like, I hate when people are like, Oh, he got, big and built because he did steroids and all that and nine times out of ten it's guys that are built like me that don't know anything about fitness that are sitting on a couch just eat their chips going oh you know stop talking about tyler like that Jesus i know Christ. man you're breaking my heart man you're that's me i mean you know i'm the guy I'm like hey i'm Cornette over here and you're, you're i'm jealous you're, you're i'm jealous yeah and on it, it, of the physiques of these guys and that that's what's making me bad it's like come on all right, well, well, I'll say this, guys. I, uh, you know, it's already pretty late. The pay per view ran pretty late, and uh, I don't want to hold you guys up too long here. Um, I think that all the points that we brought up tonight were are, are pretty valid. Um, but I want to say to our audience, uh, the people that are watching, and folks, thank you so much. You guys have have pushed our subscriber count up even since when we when we recorded on Thursday. We've jumped up another uh, fifteen subscribers. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, please let us know your thoughts about SummerSlam in the comments below. We want to hear everything you guys have to say about it. Make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. Make sure to follow us across all of the social media platforms at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And if you're listening on a podcast-based service or if you're listening to us on SportsWire right now, 
feel free to at mention us on Twitter. Twitter is the best way to get a hold of us. If you don't have a Twitter, you can hit us up on Instagram. You can hit us up on Facebook. We do answer those, but Twitter is the fastest way to get us because multiple people on the team have that Twitter access. Okay. Um, but at mention us and say, Hey, you know, this is what I was thinking. And, uh, and get a dialogue going. We love interacting with you guys. Amy's been doing a fantastic job answering all the DMs um, over on the Twitter. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone that's been helping us with that. Um, and if you haven't followed us on Instagram yet, please go follow us on Instagram. Our next big social media goal is to hit 2,000 followers on Instagram. We want to see you guys be part of the family on all of those social media handles. All right, my friends, it's been a uh, it's been an interesting night. SummerSlam has come and gone, and we have a uh, we have a reason to watch the shows. You know, we have a reason to watch moving forward, um, and and that kind of excites me because we've been missing that a little bit in, uh, in the recent pay per views. Yeah. So let's uh, let's hope that it continues. We'll knock on wood, and uh, my friends, on behalf of the Cuz, and on behalf of the New Mouth of the South Pilot Peters, and uh, the rest of the Rewind fam that, that can't be with us tonight uh, because of, you know, everyone's asleep at this point. I demand uh, that you wear a weasel suit for Halloween. No, leave him alone. Uh, <laughs> on behalf of everybody, be safe, be strong, and we'll catch you next time here on Rewind Wrestling Radio. <laughs>